Good Saturday morning to you. John Hines in for Denny Long on this Saturday morning. Denny will be back next week. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show when I was filling in for Denny, Denny and I go back this month, we go back 50 years uh, not going back nearly that far with our good friend, friend of the station as well here at WCCO, Jack Farrell from Haskell's, to join me for a little wine chat on a Saturday morning. Hey, good morning, Jack. How are you doing this morning, my friend? John, I'm doing just fine. I've been with WCCO for 52 years, I think. Well, congratulations. Started in 1971 for 52 years, I think. Well, congratulations. Started in 1971. Yes. And <laughs> so, when you mentioned yeah. that with Denny, and uh, you and I worked together at one time. Oh, yes. Uh, on more than one occasion. And whether it yeah. was doing something special on the air, uh, I remember when, when Haskell's and uh, especially... Uh, uh, working with your sons, we planned a great wine trip out to uh, Napa, uh, a chance right. for some very exclusive places. So it was. We, we've had some fun, Jack, over the years. Yes, and we I, have indeed. Nice to talk to you, John. Let's Today talk about. I'm going to just, yeah, go ahead. Get into it. <laughs> All right. Today, I thought I'd talk about grilling out of doors. Uh, it's not so much what we can talk about the wine that goes with that. But grilling is one of my favorite things to do, and it's one of the great joys of summer, in my opinion, is to be able to grill outdoors. You, now today, of course, people grill year-round outdoors, but when the temperature is like it is today and yesterday, uh, who can deny the pleasure of being able to cook out of doors in that? And, you know, it's changed so much, outdoor grilling. Years ago, the only thing that was ever cooked on a grill was hamburgers, hot dogs, and once in a while, a steak. And then the great adventure began. You began to grill chicken, ribs, even pork chops. But today you can cook almost anything on the grill. And there are a couple of tips right offhand. You, you should always start with a clean grill. Be very, very careful. If you use a wire brush to clean the grill, before you use the grill, rub it very carefully. You can rub it with aluminum foil. You can uh, rub it with, with just a cloth or something. Because once in a while, those wires stick on the grill, and they'll turn up in the food. And that, when you bite into one of those wires, that can be very unpleasant. So uh, the best thing is to try and get a grill cleaner uh, that is raspy and not have those wires. But if it does have the wires, be sure and carefully clean the grill to get rid of all those wires. Uh, the grill then should be oiled. You can do it with a spray, or you can do it with a regular oil uh, that you put on them. A cloth and then rub it on the grill and then all things on the grill really should go on at room temperature they should never go on right in from the refrigerator to the grill let them sit out for 15 20 minutes it won't impair the meats or anything and it'll add much more of the flavor that you're looking for when you're grilling and today you can cook so many things on the grill vegetables seafood things even like turkey uh, it's just amazing to me. And then it brings to mind when you're cooking those things on the grill, you, to have the right equipment. That's the Anybody will tell you that in any project you're starting, make sure you have the right equipment. The same thing is true of grilling. You're going to grill shrimp or vegetables or things like that, or even fruit. It's a good idea to have a grill basket and throw those in there. Marinate the vegetables in a little olive oil. 
uh, maybe some seasoned olive oil, and then throw them in a basket and cook them so they won't fall through the grill. The same thing is true of those bay scallops and shrimp and things like that cook wonderfully over the grill, but need to be in they, so they don't fall through the grill. They should be in a basket, etc. Uh, a lot of people think they uh, are grilling and then they have something going in the oven. Well, that, there's nothing wrong with that. But bear in mind your grill can be used uh, for more than what you're doing if you're just grilling steaks or something like that. You can certainly cook a pot of beans on there. Just be careful of where you put it. I remember years and years ago we used to do a butterfly leg of lamb, and we did it in a Weber kettle, and ha- we put the coals only on one half of the side, and we would sear the butterfly leg of lamb over those hot coals. And once it was nice and charred, on both sides, we'd take the butterfly leg of lamb and put it on the side where there was no coals, and we would open the vents on the uh, grill and let it sit there for about 20 minutes, and I'm telling you, that was an absolutely delicious way to prepare lamb. That butterfly leg of lamb is uh, just absolutely terrific, in my opinion. And today, there's so many things, you know, kebabs and vegetables. Uh, there's quick cooking things like steaks, lamb, pork, and veal. Uh, these things are real easy. When you get into roast, even a whole chicken or a thickly cut steak or a roast beef uh, or uh, other dishes, you need a slower heat. The, for flank steak or sparabs or stuff, some of those things can be fast fire dishes and they can be prepared and supplemented with other things. I often, I have a favorite big black skillet and I often cook potatoes when I'm cooking on the grill right put that skillet right on top of the grill and the pe- uh, potatoes in there and they are absolutely delicious and of course it's uh, at the end of our corn season it's got maybe another couple of weeks but corn in the husk if you soak it in water for at least one hour in the husk and then cook it on the grill in the husk uh, it, that water helps steam the corn on the inside, and boy, it, it's just terrific. Of course, you can cook corn right on the grill and keep turning it, but that's, uh, you get a more charred corn that way, and if you want charred corn like that, which is often good in salads itself, that charred corn, uh, you can cook the corn directly on the grill. But if you cook it in the husk, you really get it the same thing as a steamed corn, and it's really absolutely delicious. Uh, you can also uh, wrap uh, the corn, rub the corn with a little butter or oil. It improves the uh, seasoning and, and makes it just that much better. If you use the grill twice, as I said, remember to be, have the right equipment. And it, it, there's nothing wrong with getting a two-level a gas grill. These are terrific because you can regulate the heat and cook several times at uh, several things at the same time. You can lower the uh, lid and on the upper shelf have something like baked beans cooking. They'll get that nice charred flavor and you can be cooking something else on the bottom. Uh, grilling picks up that nice smoky tinge and makes everything taste, in my opinion, a little better. But that can be applied to vegetables too. And uh, when you're doing the vegetables, uh, there's a wonderful marinade that I use for meat. You can get it at the Haskell's website, but it's so simple, I'll, I'll say it. It's one, third, one part 
use a half a cup or a quarter cup of dry wine, whether red or white, a quarter cup of cider vinegar, and a quarter cup of olive oil, a couple of cloves of garlic, two teaspoons of onion powder, and uh, a teaspoon of fresh ground black pepper. With white wine, that makes a great marinade for fish or vegetables before grilling, and it's just terrific. Uh, and in red wine, it's absolutely marvelous for meats in it. And incidentally, both of these can be used as a marinade, uh, uh, which helps tenderize the meat, and then adds an additional level of flavor, which is a, a wonderful thing in my opinion. So when you're uh, cooking those fruits and our foods on the uh, grill, you want to have a little flavor in them, and, and those marinades really add to it. And again, it's so simple. It's a third uh, of wine, dry white wine or dry red wine, and whatever you do, don't get cooking wine. If a wine isn't good enough to drink, it certainly is not good enough to cook with. Just regular wine, and it doesn't have to be an expensive wine. An inexpensive wine, as long as it's bone dry, makes as good a marinade as an expensive one. So you use a third of wine, a third of cider vinegar, and a third of olive oil, and then whatever seasonings you prefer. I, as I said, I use garlic, onion powder, and some black pepper. And that is a wonderful flavoring agent for grilling all sorts of vegetables. But not too long ago, I had grilled peaches uh, with pork chops on the grill. Were they ever sensational? Uh, you know, apples and uh, nectarines and peaches make wonderful items to grill on, uh, and they go very, very well with different foods. You, know, you grill apples and serve them with pork. It's just absolutely terrific. But it makes a pretty good dessert as well. I uh, tried those peaches, and I put a little lemon-flavored yogurt on top of each piece. My, was that a good experience for everybody. We had grilled peaches for dessert with lemon-flavored yogurt on top, and it was just terrific. Also, cold pureed raspberries with, uh, that you've sweetened a little bit, and pour that on top of a uh, peach is marvelous. Um, one of my favorite desserts to do is to slice a pineapple, take the round, the whole pineapple, slice it around after you've peeled it, of course. Don't even bother coring it. Grill it on both sides. You can rub it with a little honey, and that caramelizes on the pineapple. It is absolutely delicious, and it's delicious plain because, uh, obviously, pineapple has a lot of sugar in it, and it does caramelize nicely. And you put a something on top, a dollop of ice cream like rum raisin ice cream on top of a, a slice of pineapple is absolutely delicious. And like I say, another simple thing was once we were canoeing in the boundary waters and somebody opened up a pound cake that they bought at the store and we grilled the pound cake and then they opened a can of cold canned fruit cocktail and put it on top of the pound cake. Well, I mean to tell you, if someone offered me that at home, I'd think, yeah. But I had it at the Boundary Water. Well, I think it was one of the best desserts I ever had. <laughs> Barbecuing can be great, particularly if you're adventuresome. It's a great way to cook up that game you've had in the freezer since last hunting season because the new hunting season's right around the corner. Marinate those birds properly. You know, marinade, as I said, tenderizes and also adds flavor. And those marinade recipes, if you didn't have time to write them down, 
you can get them on the Haskell's website. And uh, there it is, my epistle for the day. Well, wow. what you should be doing uh, with your free time if you're going to do some grilling. <laughs> so many. So you had me at grilled peaches. I I swear. But now here, let me ask you this, because you mentioned butterfly leg of lamb, uh, shrimp, scallops, steak, some of these things. If somebody wants to find the right wine to go with these, Jack, where do we go? And and give me the rundown on the locations of things I need to know to get to the Haskells nearest me. Okay, I'll do that, John. You know, the Haskells folks love to talk about wine and what they do best is marry food and wine together. And you just tell them what you're going to have and how you're going to fix it, and they'll pick a wine that will go perfectly with that dish. And you know what? They'll pick a wine that doesn't cost very much. They're very good at it. We've been doing it close to 90 years, and in that time we've got a little bit of experience. So there's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior, Faribault, our super seller up in Maple Grove is not to be missed at 22,000 square feet of wines from all over the world. In Minneapolis, we have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. There's a Haskell's in Minnetonka at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury. And if you can't uh, get into Haskell's, you can always go visit us online at Haskell's.com, and we do deliver. One thing I also should mention is today is the last Saturday of the season for our famous river boat tours. The, today, they're going to go up and down the St. Croix. The leaves have started to change, and they have a beautiful, there's 56 tables of wine, spirits, beers, etc. to choose from, and they're going to have a wonderful, wonderful time on the St. Croix River today. And don't forget, on Saturdays, we have special tastings in all the stores. Today, we're featuring wines of Bordeaux, and incidentally, those wines of Bordeaux will go very, very nicely with whatever you're going to grill out of doors. They're, they're tasting both red and white Bordeaux, so you have a little variety to choose from. Because if you're grilling something like lobster, uh, that white Bordeaux just cries for lobster. You enjoy it, and you'll enjoy visiting the Haskell stores. Well, awesome stuff all the way around, Jack. I, I, I swear, I'm, I'm just getting mouth-watering enjoyment listening to you run down some of the recipes. Grilled pound cake. I wonder if it was because you were in the Boundary Waters and probably had worked up quite an appetite that that made that even more special, Jack. <laughs> I think so, because as I said, I think if you offered it to me here, I'd say, what's wrong with these people serving something like that for dessert? But in well, the Boundary Waters, it tasted, I can still close my eyes and taste it, tasted wonderful. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Denny Long will be back with you uh, uh, next Saturday morning for Wine Chat. And Jack, thank you so much for joining me this Saturday here on News Talk 830 WCCO.